0: This week on Veteran Cast, we have Michael Cook, our chapter captain for Indianapolis for Team RWB.
1: The mission of Veteran Cast is to educate, inform, and improve the lives of veterans in our community. This is a podcast hosted and produced by veterans in order to serve our sisters and brothers.
0: welcome to episode four
2: episode four Four, really yeah isn't that incredible that is awesome so
0: four episodes in this week we're talking getting involved in the community getting a little fitness in with uh chapter captain michael cook from team rbwb how's it going michael
3: hey it's good to be here
0: so uh
2: now i know why i didn't prep for this why is that? it has to do with exercise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we do more than just run. Dude. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's true. So we have also, obviously, Doug Carr in the building and uh, Matt Hall from the mayor's office. And we're going to be talking a little RWB, a little transition, a little Army-Navy football. Maybe that's a good place mm. to start. <laughs> mm. Speaking of fitness, so we have a um, former Marine. And I know that you love being called a former Marine. And oh, no, I'm, I'm Navy. Oh, Navy. Okay, yeah. so we have two, two we Navy, have two two Navy guys yeah. and two Army guys here.
3: It's, it's a head-to-head, two-to-two. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, yeah, and so one of the, the reason that I'm – well, outside of it just being the best rivalry to watch, uh, I'm Matt and I are both 10th Mountain guys. We both deployed with the 10th Mountain. And if you haven't seen yet, Army is doing special 10th Mountain Division uniforms for this game. They're all white. It's got the cross skis on the helmet. Um And Navy is doing the Blue Angels,
3: You know what? Navy usually leads in all aspects of fashion design with bell bottoms and uh, Dixie (laughs) Cup hats. So we'll let you guys have this one. Hey,
0: well, (laughs) I thought that it was interesting that Army is representing and, um, you know, giving a lot of recognition to World War II vets and guys Mm -hmm. that have really fought and done a lot of awesome stuff. And the Navy is giving their recognition to people that entertain folks at the county fair
1: sure, sure. well yeah.
3: you know the uh blue digicams that the navy just went away with was all kind of that fubu inspired uniform so we've given up i think on the fashion side of, of the navy house <laughs> and so we should
2: right yeah, yeah we well
0: can- i know for a while army did uh digital cam uniforms one year and they were awful well, just just like the uniform.
2: One like see? years later they actually discovered that the digital camouflage was worse than the previous as well. Yeah, I mean like, if you maybe in were terms just, of visual. Yeah, yeah.
0: What it was was they saw everything with the internet coming and they thought we're going to need to hide in there someday. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> I thought it was that some, you know, mil spec provider paid off a senator somewhere right? I'm surely sure knows, yeah. Yeah.
0: surely that's no. we change uniforms every five years so you got to go buy a whole new set Yeah, highest uh, bidder so, yeah so i predict i'm obviously i think army's gonna win we're we're gonna go for a two two win streak yeah that's
2: what i yeah. got my joke <laughs> in that was that was yeah. my joke so yeah. I make Two's that a streak. a streak of two yeah. yeah yeah
3: so that's interesting that you say that um are you willing to place, place a wager on that? Oh! Or, uh, are you yeah. giving a spread? Yeah. And well, I don't, even, we I don't know what the spread is. I know Army
0: <laughs> Army's had a good season, probably their best football season in decades. Um, but, yeah, what do you want to wager?
3: <laughs> well, hey, I, I have no idea. I'm the guest. Okay.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what, why don't we just make it simple, and uh, if uh, Army wins... Then we'll go grab a beer, and you have to wear army PTs. Oh. And if Navy wins, I'll wear Navy PTs and drink a beer. Isn't that public. a sequin though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a, it's <laughs> got one, it's one glove. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
3: Sorry, that was a to it. <laughs> I think tap dance shoes might be involved. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so all right. Sounds it's a goodness. deal.
0: All right. So let's talk Team RWB.
2: Well, you know, before we end that, you know, we should say, you know, that Navy is ahead. Uh, let's see, sixty wins to fifty wins in the uh, and seven ties in the hundred and seventeen mm. times that it's been played. So, you well, know, it's it's not, you know, and and we're not we're not too bad this year, right? We're six and five. So
0: Army's eight and three. Yeah.
2: So you know, you do the math. You know, mathematically, that means Navy will probably win. So. <laughs> I
1: say, Hey, I was in the infantry, therefore math is not my subject. The best, the best, I've seen a lot of
0: stuff. I, you know, I've deployed with a few West Point guys and they're real big into West Point football and everything. And the best thing I saw was somebody posted a game game day sign from last year that just said Navy has small decks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible.
0: All right. So we've got Army, Navy out of the way. Go Army, beat Navy. Um, let's talk team
3: RWB. Sounds good. Yeah. So team RWB stands for team red, white, and blue. Uh, if that didn't make sense up front, but, uh, so, uh, team RWB, um, we're a group of, uh, veterans and civilians. Um, our whole, uh, purpose and mission of team RWB is to enrich the lives of America's veterans by connecting them back into their community. And we do that through physical and social activity. So um we're not inclusive just to vets we're open to obviously vets but active duty guard reserve as well as civilians so a lot of times that's family members of vets or are currently serving uh, uh active duty military and and so like i said we we connect back to the community through physical and social activity a lot of what we do and a lot of what is seen in the press is our physical activity we we coordinate uh, runs and workouts together, um, but then we also do social activities and sometimes that's just uh, getting together uh, to grab a pint of beer as a group and network a bit and um, um, other times that's, uh, you know, something totally different like giving back in terms of uh, volunteering or something in the community. So, um, and, and we're open to, again, all, all branches, all services and uh, all times of war. Uh, predominantly, we're made up of uh, post 9-11 vets, um, but w- we're open to anybody and there's never any any dues or fees or um, uh, recruiting efforts, anything like that. We're totally open, come and go as you please. Um, and we're seeing uh, some good numbers through through that. You know, um, let's see, I pulled up these numbers here just in advance. So we have uh, 131,000 members uh, in Team RWB. In 212 locations, and here locally in Indianapolis, we're just under 500 um, uh, members in Team RWB. So, um, of those 500, you know, we may have a, a run or an activity where one or two show up, and that's a win for us because that's that's one person who's uh, off the couch and engaging. And sometimes that is just 16 ounce curls drinking a pint, but uh, other times that's actually doing some physical activity too.
1: I was going to say, I, I have yet to be to an RWB event that did not involve sweat or beer. <laughs> check, so, check or yeah. beer, beer sweats.
2: So, the, so, the, so the, I'm going to go on the opposite rotation. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I run quite a bit, uh, and I've done quite a few races recently and you don't ever go to a race that you don't see the Eagle. Um, cause it, for those of you that don't know, Team RWB's logo is, is a eagle with one blue wing and one red wing with the star in the middle. And they have shirts and singlets and almost every time you see somebody in a Team RWB shirt running a half marathon or a marathon, mm-hmm. they're carrying the flag. Yeah. Um, and whenever you see them, even if you're not wearing it and you yell, Go Eagles or something along those lines, like people know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a really, really inclusive community. I mean, I've not gone to any events, but every time I'm at a race, I'll swing by the 10 or I'll see another guy and say, or a girl and say, Hey, go Eagles. And they'll, you can tell they get pumped about it. They get excited when people recognize team RWB.
3: Yeah. So RWB was fortunate, um, to, uh, come out of the gate with some great partners. Uh, one of them first out of the gate was new balance and Nike. And now we've partnered up with GoRuck uh, on apparel. So, um, the, the apparel, the branding, the marketing that all came with RWB as a package, um, really does a lot of the legwork for us people as you mentioned people are familiar with the brand and the logo when they see it on a shirt or at a race and then say what's that or what's that all about and uh, then it's easy to go into your elevator pitch from there but uh, yeah the branding has definitely played a big part in that
0: on average um, whether it's a community outreach um, thing which i want to talk a little bit more about here in a second or uh, a meetup or an exercise event um, of those 500, you know, annually, what, well, how many would you say are extremely active?
3: Oof. Locally? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here in Indy. Yeah. So it's hard for Indy because, uh, just geographically we have an RWB location in Fort Wayne. We have one in West Lafayette. We have one here in Indy, one in South Bend, and then one down in Jasper, Indiana. So technically RWB Indy falls anywhere between Lafayette and Jasper, Indiana. So we're getting a lot of those outlying rural communities in there. Um, But, but the majority of our activities are going to be here in in the Indy area, just because that's uh, where I am. And that's where the majority of our uh, people who show up are going to be at. So it, it, I couldn't really throw a number at it. Um, Like Matt mentioned, it's, it's. Sometimes it's small, it's one or two, but sometimes we do get the bigger events. And one of them's actually coming up in the spring. We have our Run As One, which you do in combination with uh, the Mission Continues, Team Rubicon, and WWP. And uh, the past three years in a row, um, we've spearheaded that effort and we run just a three-mile loop around the canal um, in in, uh, remembrance of uh, Clay Hunt, who founded Team Rubicon and uh, so that's one of our most well-attended events and you know then we're dealing with about 50 to 60 people um that come out at, at one time to do a run and it's a walk and crawl too so we get people from all walks doing it
0: and right. i think for people that don't know wwp's wounded warrior project which yeah. is probably the one that people recognize the most sure. um from that group so there's some big heavy hitters that all get involved in that you that would run. think
1: but i've been to that once or twice and and the majority of the the shirts and the people are from uh, Rubicon TMC, the mission continues and red, white, and blue. I mean, they, there's, there's not a great showing here, but there's a solid showing here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and the other part of uh wounded warrior project is that they're just set up differently. Right. So they're, they're a different organization that right. um, doesn't necessarily share the same, um, focus, focus, yeah. right. Sure. Absolutely. And so a lot of they're focused on fundraising and, and being able to, um, um, you know, do some of that advertising that maybe some of the other uh, smaller VSOs aren't necessarily concerned with. And and then the other part of that, too, Wounded Warrior Project being uh, their regional office, I believe, is Chicago, which would be the closest. And uh, so uh, the Rubicon, Mission Continues, and Team RWB, we're all, we all have somebody here in a leadership position in India.
2: And for everybody uh, listening, uh, teamrwb.org. So if you want to go online and and check out some information, I'm I'm sitting here looking at the events page, but nationwide, it's pretty impressive. I mean, from a a national level in in like 2015, there was 32,394 events, uh, 16,254 local consistent exercise events. Mm-hmm. 5500 were local races and athletic events, 3700 were community service events, 1700 were social events, uh, and then another 5000 events on top of that and the the attendance peaked over 271,000 and pretty impressive too is the split of, you know, it was 158,000 veterans and 113,000 civilian. So, yeah. I mean that's that's a impressive, you know, national organization
3: we, yeah from from a national perspective you're you're absolutely right the the data and the numbers are very impressive here in indy we've just been a little bit slow to grow um and we're definitely walking before we run um so to speak but uh so i caught so,
1: it i, I caught okay. the pun there i was just gonna <laughs> so walk long, before you run so i got I, I caught it i'm, <laughs> just, <laughs> to catch it. I'm, I'm with you I'm, I'm sitting across from you i got it totally
3: <laughs> but um but yeah, so here in Indy, we're definitely on the, on the low end of that, um, and we're hoping to grow that, um, you know, to get people to show up and to do the events or to, um, you know, meet up if they're already at an event that they're scheduled and to wear the, the eagle. One of the great things about signing up for Team RWB at TeamRWB.org. Um, is that again, it's free. There's never any, uh, membership dues or application, anything like that. You just show your DD 214 on your upload. Um, and then if you're a vet active duty reserve or guard, you get a free, uh, wick away, uh, you know, short sleeve shirt with, with the Eagle and the branding on there. Um, and that all you have to do is pay the shipping, which I think is a nominal fee of five, five bucks. Yeah. And that comes from uh, go rock down in down in Florida. So, um. We, we like I said, we've had some great sponsors uh, for RWB that have uh, afforded that opportunity to us. Um, but again, that's our great uh, advertising piece that has the branding and logo on there. So, um, and that's free to anybody who signs up.
2: And uh, and I'll add that if you're on Facebook, that's probably the best way to keep up with you. Right? Is absolutely the local um, RWB Facebook. Page. So it's Team RWB Indianapolis. Uh, it's a public group, and you can uh, you can join it. So. Um, that's probably the best way to find out about the next event. Well, you know, I mean, the great thing is that's the purpose of this podcast, right? Is we felt like there was a ton of stuff going on, and none of us met each other before. You know, we started talking about you know veteran stuff, and and uh, mm-hmm. and so that's that's this is definitely the kind of thing that we we want to bring people together. Maybe our next uh, we had the Tech Warriors event last night next quarter we'll have another one maybe we can make that a team rwb meetup too so yeah, just combine the events
1: I, I tell you just from from being in the in indie team team rwb for a while um the you know let's let's give some kudos to mike because he's got uh, he's got two boys that he, he looks after he's got a two or three jobs that he's he's doing on his own he's he's got his own life going on and he, he doesn't get paid for this he doesn't right. he doesn't get to, to chunk out three two or three hours a day on this this venture so um, you know he's he's busting his busting his butt to get this thing done so I, I would love to to step up and what are they we were talking about doing sub chapter pre- Members or something like the divide in India up into four regions or something.
3: Yeah. So just kicking around some ideas. You're right. But, um, as I mentioned, the, the, the geographic location of Indy can be a little tricky as, as we have, um, folks who are in outlying areas, let's say Richmond to the east and, um, you know, Crawfordsville out to the west. And they say, Hey, I want to get involved too, but all of your activities are within the circle. And, um, so the thought was, well, maybe if we put the Indy into a quadrant and we say, Okay, I live up in Fishers, it makes sense for me to take anything north of four sixty-five on the, you know, northeast side. And mm-hmm. um we're 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 working through some of that. And and but yeah, ideas like that and, and again, we're we're not your grandfather's Veterans group that is very rigid and set in our ways, hierarchical
1: and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah,
3: and so and so if we if we have an idea like that, we throw it out and we'll try it and we'll see if it works. And if it does, great. And if not, we'll you know roll on and try something
1: else. I would love to see because I know uh, TMF is doing a run 9/11. Uh, there's we have isn't there a big thing on Memorial Day going on around here in uh, May? Something uh, 500 something, <laughs> some sort of race, some sort of race uh, yeah. yeah. run around. <laughs> Uh, I believe there's drinking. A lot there of, there, there <laughs> might there might be a beer at the end or something. It's pretty long. I remember that. But if if people want to come out and I you know and I don't want to throw throw words in Mike's mouth and 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 do this. I do. But if <laughs> if people want to come up and head and head up to to chair a race to, to organize right. uh, attendance to a race, I mean that that's only going to help the group. And Absolutely. we're all military. We've all been been through some sort of leadership training. Just yeah. step up.
3: Well, it in. in Thank you for that. I totally agree. I feel like, um, you know, right now I'm the single point of contact in terms of leadership in Indy, but I would love to grow that and get that to a point where, you know, we, we had a, um, a base of, uh, you know, team RWB members that we could say, okay, this weekend I'd like Matt to take this run and, and you, you'll be the single point of contact. Let people meet up with you, do a picture before the race and gar- grab a beer for everybody afterwards. Um, we'll get there. Again, we're walking before we run.
0: One of the things I've noticed, obviously you have chapter captains and stuff like that, but from following the Facebook page, it does very much seem like a starfish organization that whenever somebody knows about an event yeah. coming up, they're posting going, Hey, are any Eagle are any Indy Eagles going to Washington DC for the, uh, marathon, the Marine Corps marathon, are any Eagles doing the Fort Ben half because I'd love to make sure that we all get together and get the picture. Like you said, yeah. they're really big on, you know, maybe if it's an event you're not going to, somebody else is talking about it and saying, um, we got to make sure we get together, we get a picture, we grab a beer after. Um, and then they even will just out of the blue say, Hey, I'm going to go run at Fort Bend on Sunday. Let's do a group run. Who wants to come? Yeah, um, absolutely. so, so it's not all like super structured. Um, it's probably nice for you because you don't have to right. organize absolutely yeah. everything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, and I think that that's kind of been, you- all on purpose as well to, to let this be what we make it and to, uh, let others who want to get involved, step up when they want to. And if you're not there yet, that's fine too. show up and have a beer and we'll talk it over. And, and, um, maybe one day we can get you out to something, but, um, there's never any pressure for that. But so, uh, yeah, you're right. Social Facebook has been a great opportunity for us to share events back and forth. And the same with the, uh, the groups I mentioned earlier, team Rubicon and the mission continues to be able to say, um, you know, we've got this going on. Could, would this be something that you guys are interested in? Why not get our groups together? Uh, again, back to circle city vets and, and some of the work that you guys may be getting into that it, it just makes sense to, to cross pollinate and share. And great ideas come from a lot of those things. And, uh, it, it can never hurt us the way I see it.
0: And also, I think that when you start getting, the groups coming together and collaborating, you don't get five people tied to a rope all trying to run in different directions. Mm -hmm. You kind of, um, if you will jump on the tandem bike and you're all moving and working together towards the same thing. Cause at the end of the day, no matter how many different missions, all of our different organizations have, we're all essentially doing the same mission, which is helping vets.
3: Yeah. You think about the military, right. And in, in different branches and organizations, um, and we're all working together. So it's, it's a lot like that. Absolutely.
0: And just like the military, there are some that are better than the others. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so we talked a lot about, um, you know, exercise and stuff like that, but tell us about some of the events that you do, um, on the, um, social, you know, kind of yeah. giving back the community involvement type thing.
3: Yeah. So so it's as much I think uh, about giving back to the veteran as it is about the veteran giving back to the community. So uh for example, uh December twentieth we're hosting a um just a get together at uh, the indie fuel game. It's a Wednesday night. It's open to family and uh we're encouraging you know anybody, team RWB members or not, to to get together and we're gonna try to get the block everybody to um, sit together, network, talk, um, and, um, you know, see what comes out of that. But um, it, it's as much about those opportunities as it is about, um, you know, the, the community aspect of it. Um, as I mentioned, some of our uh, m- members are not military or they may have family, but they're not necessarily, they're a civilian. And so um, I think there's a connection for them as well to To feel like they're giving back, and so so that's one social side of it. The other would be uh, some volunteer opportunities. In the past, we we had a great um, um, a gift to us from uh, the the Band-Aid brand, and so a couple of years ago, Band-Aid sent to the house two thousand boxes of Band-Aids. <laughs> No, I, I have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, both boys. So you're out of them already? So, yeah. so clearly <laughs> they, they lasted about three weeks. <laughs> but but there was no way I could use the two, 2000 Band-Aids. And so, and they were awesome. They were branded uh, with the American flag and some of them had the digital camo on the Band-Aids. Nice. Um, so yeah, the boys got a kick out of them. So, but what we did was then we went to HBAF and said, could you guys use these? And of course they were over the moon. So Um, HVF is, uh, I'm sorry, the Hoosier veterans assistance foundation. Um, so, a local nonprofit here downtown. Um, and so anyhow, it, I guess my point here is that, um, whether it's physical activity, social activity or, uh, volunteering again, it's all about connecting after service and, um, you know, some of us needed a little bit of a nudge after we served to get off the couch to make that face to face interaction, especially if you're coming back to a new city. Indianapolis was new to me, I'd never lived here. And so um, a group like Team RWB was the perfect fit for me at the time.
0: Yeah, I think that one of the things that we've looked at with Circle City Vets is um, kind of the holistic approach. So, you know, we kind of focus right now on employment, but we're looking to expand that and kind of grow that. And one of the things we found is a lot of the research shows OEF, OIF vets want to be involved in something because they have that it's interesting um, yeah they have that um you know desire to be a part of something bigger and i think they may have the best job on the world but it may not fill that fulfill that all the way Mm -hmm. um and so they want to go find something to be involved in the community whether it's at a nonprofit or helping um you know sheila get her cat down off the tree or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. um and when they can get involved in places like Team RWB and find those community involvement activities where they can go volunteer and be a part of the community. I think that it, it makes, um, you know, some really big ripples because then you're thinking mental health's better. We're potentially lowering that veteran suicide rate. We're getting people out in the community. They're get, getting to know their community better, making it a better place.
1: Um, sure, so we're talking about transition, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's it, that's the big buzzword amongst veterans right now. How do you transition out of the military to civilian life? How do you transition from one state to another? How do you tr- transition from one career to another? And that's one thing that we, you know, we have not, we, we've done here in Indy, very well segmented, segmented and siloed. Uh, but Circle City Vets is one of those kind of organizations that is going to that is striving to bring organizations together. So it's it's the attract and retain talent piece, right? That's that's the foundation where we, we want to bring people to Indy. Yep. Uh, bring bring veterans from from different varying backgrounds to Indy. I don't know if anybody has else has this problem, but I have more problem hitting me up with jobs that they that want to hire veterans. I don't know where to send them because we don't have we all our veterans. I don't want to say all our veterans are employed, but I don't know where the unemployed ones are and the unemployed Mm -hmm. ones go find the people that do unemployment and they get they get employed very quickly Mm -hmm. so what that's telling me is that we have more jobs and we have vets so we need to bring more vets to fill those jobs Mm -hmm. if we're going to grow as a community we need to bring more veterans in to fill those jobs and so we bring them in through circle city vets and circle city vets go lily goes down to uh, el paso texas at fort sam and they're recruiting people to for drug drug sales and whatnot and they say hey you're uh, you know, Blaine, you're going to be great at selling drugs. Uh, and what does your wife like to do? Yeah. I like how I did that out of El Paso. Too. At El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Hey, you're going to do great at this, but what does your wife do? My wife is in it. Well, you know, we really don't have anything with it, but we are partnered with Salesforce exactly, with, yeah. with circle city vets mm-hmm. that I can take that your wife's resume and I can give it to, to our contact at circle city vets at, at Salesforce at mm-hmm. vet force and get you in. It gets you into the interview process at Salesforce. So now we're not just recruiting individuals, we're recruiting families. That's the first kind of foundation piece. And then the second piece is when they get here, how does that transition continue? Mm -hmm. And that's where RWB, Mm -hmm. Rubicon, The Mission Continues, Travis Manion, all these great organizations that do great things, you're all sitting around waiting for uh, those, those people to come in to say, hey, here we are. Mm-hmm. We, we do X, Y, and Z. We can help out here, there, and the other. And that's where the transition piece comes together. And that's where we, as a group, as veterans in, in Indiana, in central Indiana, come together to facilitate that, that transition, if you will. And we had
0: another piece last night where we got a lot of vets yeah, together. Sure. If you want to do a recap of a first tech warriors event.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, there, the, we look at the problem as twofold and I, and it's because I'm a outside veteran looking in. Right. And that's that, you know, Matt and I met, you know, probably, I guess it was about a year ago the first time. Yeah. Right. And, um, I, so I grew up in the tech community here in Indianapolis and I have other vets that are friends in the tech community and we had no connection with the vet community. And so what we saw was, um, you know, getting into this was we have this awesome vet community in town and then we have this awesome tech community in town and the two aren't talking to one another. Mm -hmm. And so we have some education problems there is one veterans, you know, get out of the military and they think, well, I'm not qualified for a job like that. I I wouldn't dare go to Salesforce when the, the reality is quite the opposite. The reality is that you know, uh, a majority of veterans come out of, you know, active duty with highly technical skills, great attention to detail, they're process oriented, they're disciplined. And so they're, they're literally the perfect employee to work at a tech You know, community, you don't need to have a four year degree. You don't need to have, you know, a a master's degree or anything to get into these companies. And, and so the one side is that confidence level of the vet that says, you know, uh, is, is the warehouse. (laughs) <laughs> did this warehouse have any job openings, right? And they're going to work in a $12 an hour job mm-hmm. when downtown is starving for, you know, I think the, the shortage downtown is like a thousand tech workers right now. And so and so one is, you know, that veterans need to get that confidence, you know, up that they are perfect for this, the logistics that they that took care of, the, you know, uh, budgeting, you know, everything about your job in the military does lend itself perfectly to civilian life even better because you know how to get the job done and uh, once you start competing in civilian world you'll you'll see (laughs) yeah it's not grass isn't all the greener no no. (laughs) and uh and then then the other side is for the tech community which in you know just just uh historically hasn't been connected to the veterans is um, the stereotypes of veterans, you know, the stereotypes of uh, PTSD, the stereotypes mm-hmm. of um, high suicide rate, you know, everything else that there's some concern, right. You know, that are these the best, you know, people to hire. And so we have to break down those stereotypes too and say, you know, no, 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 Let's look at this. You know, I, one of my clients, I'm blessed with is Dell uh, Dell has two, two VPs on its board. Uh, that I've interviewed that that came out of the military, you know, one was Army uh, and the other one was Navy, and and um, and
1: there's no bets going on there this week, is Yeah, you know, and and one of them does. So they have one good VP. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them doesn't have a degree, you know, which is so you're looking at a a, a guy sitting on the board at Dell mm. that came out of the military that doesn't have a degree, and so uh, you know these are the things that when in the tech community, you start poking around and you find out a year later that the guy that you've been working with served like we're quiet about it. We don't talk about it everything else. And so, you know, we just saw this problem over and over, and started talking about it. Matt and I were talking about it. You know, the Blaine came in and you know, and we're going, yeah, we got to fix this. And so last night was the first of many events. But the Speakeasy, which has uh six locations, I think they're expanding now to seven or eight or something like that. I didn't realize there was that many. Yeah, they they have a two that they own, and then there's outposts okay. basically, okay. and uh and so they they basically started a discount rate for vets, and it's not like five bucks off it's
1: it's a huge one yeah
2: it's it's a regular rate is 75 dollars a month for uh speakeasy members for veterans it's 25 dollars a month
1: i mean come come downtown and have an office for yeah 25 yeah. bucks a month yeah I exactly
2: mean. and and free beer all day free beer and uh, I, I don't i don't drink beer and free coffee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and free, <laughs> that, that was a funny put, joke put <laughs> that on the radio yeah. <laughs> And free, you know, free coffee. On the radio. You're so old. Yeah. <laughs> I am, a, I am a, He's army. And then the t- <laughs> I drink my beer on the tube. On the, pop, top top tubes. <laughs> are the tubes filling Get up? Get up and change the channel. Uh, Watch my story. But, you know, you can come down and be around entrepreneurs. So you can start thinking about starting your own business. You can come down and see which startups need help. You can come down and see the coding academies that are always over mm-hmm. here. You can come meet the investors that are always in town. Like that's what these places are. These places are just places where you can get that, that spark of, you know, entrepreneurship that can kind of get your mind going that, Hey, I don't have to go be a security guard somewhere or something, you know, that this is really a, a great gateway. And so that's, we're not trying to be another organization. We're trying to be the gathering place for every organization. Yeah. So it's we needed, it's yeah.
1: necessary. So I, I think if there's other gathering places for those organizations, then let's include them too. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we were talking to the, the Legion here in town, to, uh, Eric Thomas, he, he runs a, a paperless lead mm-hmm. uh, a paper Legion. You know, they don't have a building. Um, it's first one at a, University at IUPUI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah.
3: I've, I've heard great things about yeah. that actually from, from uh, both sides of the coin. Some yeah. people that have been involved with it and, yeah. and uh, uh, some of the community he, members.
2: Yeah. And he meets at they meet at Hotel Tango, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which is a vet owned, you know, bar in town. And, uh, but you know, the, the issue over there is IUPUI, they've got guys coming in uh, and gals coming in with GI Bill and they're not going to go study with a 22 year old. Right. That's still living at home or, you know, out drinking every night. You know, these are people that have started their started their families and are serious. about so getting a degree. So so it's awesome that they have their own lounge over there that, you know, probably can b-
1: talk about the radio.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and that's it is we just want to. We want to carve out our spot that, you know, hey, this is going to be a great meeting place for veterans and we're going to get the word out on the next event that's coming mm-hmm. in town. So if, you, if you're out there, VeteranCast.com, please, if you got an event, if you need, want an interview, if you're trying to get the word out, absolutely, you know, contact us and, and we'll get you on here. But that's what we want to be. And, and I, we have national listeners already, which is kind of cool, you know, so, you know. I pay them yeah team r-, r rwb obviously is a national organization so we're always gonna we're not gonna try to make this hope hyper local all the time we're also gonna you know share stuff nationally as well but yeah it was a great event last night we had uh senator joe donnelly's uh, representative came in which was pretty awesome yeah. uh prior mayor greg ballard spoke for a little bit spoke about his service as a lieutenant colonel he was in desert shield desert storm uh and then uh and then we had a we had a t- we had about John,
1: 50 people. John Qualls was the one who always interests me. Yeah, I mean that that guy. I don't know what what it, I mean. I'm not a groupie or anything, but um, he, he's always got something new to say, and it's and it's and it's pretty stinking dead on. What was your big takeaway from from him last night?
0: John Qualls is the owner of the 11 or the sorry the executive director and, of the 1150 yeah, Academy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, that the 1150 Academy is going working towards accepting the GI Bill. Wow. So. Yeah the thing i thought was the
0: most fascinating about that is just like most bureaucracy the thing they've struggled with with getting in is um there are certain things that the gi bill people want to see and one of them is they want to see a steady curriculum over the last two years. yeah. And he was saying, if I'm teaching a coding Academy and I tell somebody I've had the same curriculum for two years, nobody's (laughs) kind of come. So, so it's an interesting thing that he has to, he's been, um, you know, kind of really working to, to figure out how to make that work. But that's a huge, um, that would be a huge get for them to be able to, because I was talking to it as a matter of time. I was talking to a guy at the event that, um, said, I thought about going, but i couldn't use my gi bill to go and i couldn't afford it out of pocket and i sense. was like well now you can go
1: yeah <laughs> and the other the other thing and i don't know too much about voc vocational rehabilitation voc rehab with the va uh, but that might be something that we look at connecting the two of them as well to say hey is this is this something that somebody can change their career come out of the military as a as a you know whatever uh, a mechanic and and you know I, i've been Filling with websites my whole career, and and now I want to get into coding. Now mm-hmm. I can do VOC rehab instead of going to get a full degree. Maybe that's an, that's a way in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I mean, I, it lends itself perfect to a veteran who's already worked, who already has a skill set, who already has, uh, you know, most likely uh, a great, solid technical trade under their belt. You know, and then okay, jump in and take an aptitude test at one of these places, and six months later, you know, increase your pay by twenty grand a year. Mm-hmm. Not not a bad not or a bad more. gig. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, they, he was saying they they start out, out the gate at 60, 70,
2: 80
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, let's get back to Team RWB. Um, and and uh so we told people teamrwb.org teamrwb.org
3: is the is the main site where um uh you can read more about the organization look into financials it's completely transparent and then uh, uh go to the map to select your local location and sign up we're going through a transition right now switching to salesforce um which is due to be complete uh at the end of this weekend so um uh, but we'll, we'll have the website fully up and running here um, at the end of the weekend, too. And then uh, in addition to that, locally, um, I would encourage anybody to go to uh, facebook.com, even if you're not on Facebook, uh, and look at Team RWB Indianapolis. Uh, it's the official uh, Facebook page for, for the local chapter. And um, uh, the majority of the chapters do have their own uh, Facebook uh, page as well. And so our events currently are on. Uh, usually on that page, uh, as we switch to Salesforce and transition, we're going to be using Salesforce for our event listings, uh, and to get the word out, uh, moving forward. But for now, uh, Facebook has been great, uh, you know, to do that. That's fantastic.
2: Absolutely. Anything else to add?
3: I'm no, just ready for
0: the game now
2: yeah I, you know you guys are really hyped up about this and it's because they won one time yeah. last. i know i know it's it's like been you know a century of disappointment i'm surprised at your.
0: i really don't think that i would be <laughs> as excited i watch the game every year um it used to be when we put the christmas tree up but i lost that battle because it's too late in the year but um i think i'm more irrationally excited because of the 10th mountain uniforms like that is okay. a really cool yeah. um and i
3: See, fashion has become your thing. Yeah. Well, just,
0: I mean, it's, it's it was no, my it's unit, cool. you know? Yeah, I mean, cool. and um, we were talking about this off air, but our uh, battalion um, is getting 10 uniforms, 10 of the jerseys, and getting players to sign them. They've been working with West Point and giving them to Gold Star families, so um, families of soldiers that didn't come home from our deployment. And uh, it's a, just a really cool thing, and I'm excited awesome. about it, and I think the game will be fun
2: it will so, be and now we've got a bet on it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh as always uh, please go to veterancast.com and uh you know follow us on itunes google play all the rest of them if you would be so kind please also add a review uh if you add reviews it increases our placement you know within the searches there and everything and uh and we can get more listeners and and maybe even string a sponsor on board eventually but uh but i i want to thank everybody for listening and uh this is doug carr and
1: matt hall blaine zimmerman
2: Mike Cook. And uh, thanks thanks for being on VeteranCast, Michael. Thank you. All right.
1: Please visit VeteranCast.com for additional information. Subscribe to our podcast, and we'd also appreciate a review. God bless you, and God bless America.